Welcome to the Commission Breadth Podcast, a mortgage professional's complete guide on how to successfully scale their business and not fall into the trap of commission breadth. And now your hosts, Brandon Love and Tom Moffat. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Commission Breath. I know you are consuming this in podcast form or video if you're on YouTube, but we are going to dive into something a little more traditional today, and that is the books that have impacted and inspired either us personally or our business. So we're going to share our top three each, chat about them a little bit. If you read them, awesome. Let us know what you liked or didn't like about them. And if you have some suggestions for us, drop them in the show notes. Yeah, and I did not expect our podcast episode to go this route, but I'm actually pretty excited. For those listening, Brandon and I, we just tried to record a mindset one and it did not go well. So we just, we're 10 minutes in, we're like, okay, let's just can this and let's start something new. We will have a mindset one in the future, but for now, we're going to do our books today because for me, actually, I'll dive into it. This book right here, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which many of you, if you're into investing, real estate investing, you're, you probably recognize this. This book got me into mortgage brokering, being an entrepreneur, I'd say probably five years ago. And I was always of the mindset, like I have my cushy fire job where I'm getting, you know, my nice salary, benefits, pension, like I'm set for life with that. If I ever just wanted to go that route and stay there, that's cool. I'll have like a pretty good life. But until I read this and it was recommended to me by my father-in-law, actually, he's an entrepreneur. I read it and it opened up my eyes to being an entrepreneur. And those of you listening, you all are entrepreneurs. So I don't need to tell you the benefits of it. But really the basis of that book is that it goes over assets and liabilities, like the basics of it. Why being a business owner is great from a tax perspective. And it goes into a whole tax component of explaining all that good stuff. So that opened my eyes. And I feel like that book alone has put me into a, a different trajectory in life, like a better one. Yeah, I owe it to that book, the little purple book. Yeah, I love it. It's a great book. I've read it a few times myself. It's actually a book that sometimes when I get someone who's like considering investing in real estate and they're like on the fence and you're trying to like tell them all the merits, whatnot, I will actually send them that book or recommend uh, that I like that. coffee a bit. Dude, that's it's a good a, mortgage tip right there. It's a great mortgage tip. So yeah, that. he sells them on it for you. So you're just a soft intro. If they read it, you know that they're getting at least one investment product. Yeah. And every time they see that book, they're going to think of you too, which is exactly. great. And I'm pretty sure like the real estate investing community, like they call it the Bible because <laughs> yeah. everyone that's into real estate investing, I'd probably say like 90% of them probably read that book. So yeah, that's my first one. What's yours, buddy? Awesome. Mine is the Alchemist. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Well, I will actually. It's Pualo Coelho, I think. I read it at least twice a year now. It's a very short book. So I read it to my daughter at night sometimes. But for me, I was always entrepreneurial. So I always had like different startup businesses that all for the most part failed. And there was a brief time where I like I took a salaried position and I was consulting and I was fucking miserable. And I stumbled on this book and I was just like, holy crap, I'm in like the wrong place. I'm on like the wrong journey, more or less. And it just kind of brought me back to where I think I was meant to be. So is it specifically about entrepreneurship or is it because it just the story in it reminded you of going in a different direction? It is about a shepherd boy going on a journey because of a dream he has. Oh. Okay, that's totally like related, but also related. There's a lot of like things that come back to 
your life's journey, purpose, etc. I didn't even realize that we didn't plan this folks. So the first book is naturally the same reason why we like it, I guess, because it veered us into knowing that entrepreneurship was the right choice. Yeah, pointed us. It was a direct okay. book. Yeah. Huh? Well, awesome. That's cute. So cute. <laughs> and what's your second one? My second one is why we sleep. So sounds weird. Why am I holding up a book for those looking and watching YouTube? Why am I holding up a book about sleep? Well, I don't get much of it these days because I have a six-month-year-old son. But before I had a son, I was getting a lot of it and deep quality sleep, which improved the rest of my life in every facet. So I first found this guy on a Joe Rogan podcast. His name is Matthew Walker. He's pretty much a scientist all around sleep. Like he researches sleep like crazy. And he knows like the best tips and tricks on how to get the best sleep. He's done all the science behind of why it's beneficial for you. And I just loved reading it because I learned a lot about sleep and people kind of discount it. Like I can't stand seeing the stuff out there that says like all the motivational speakers saying like, oh, you don't need sleep. Like I had two hours of sleep last night. I'm firing all cylinders. Like that stuff bugs me because like everyone needs their sleep. Doesn't matter who you are. You need your seven to nine hours of sleep. And I implemented different practices that this book has in it to really optimize my sleep. And it made a huge difference because if you're waking up rested, then it seeps into every different part of your life. Yeah, that's one I definitely have to read. Some of us know that I'm a lifelong sleepwalker and like horrible sleepers. I did actually download his audiobook on Audible, nice. but I was like, it wasn't working for me. So, I can't remember if he has a part on it about sleepwalking. He might actually. I'll have to give that a go because sleep is definitely one of my weak spots for sure, but something yeah. to continue to work towards. Well, hey, there we go. That's your next book, buddy. What's yours? What's your second? So my second one is The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. This has been on my bedside table for over a year now. I flip through it almost nightly. He's a successful entrepreneur. So this guy, Eric Jorgensen, probably mispronounced that, took all of his like tweets, blogs, things he said, and compiled it into this book with him. Okay. It talks everything from like building companies, wealth to health, happiness. And one of his like key ideas that I've really taken a lot from was to play long-term games with long-term people. So the more you can find people that you're going to build on in the future and like contribute to those relationships as though it's going to be a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 year thing, you're going to build something so much better because you're planning out long-term vision. And that ties a lot into what like Alex Hermosi is saying right now. Like, on, like if you can have like a 10-year vision, you'll build something great. If you can have a 50-year vision, you're going to build something extraordinary. And I think that probably he got that from Naval Ravikant a lot. So I think about this a lot in terms of who I partner with in business from like obviously you and I, and then also for like realtor partners. So yeah. I have a realtor partner that like I really hit it off with. We've done a ton of files together now. So when we first started working together, we had an initial four slide call, which we talk about. And the chat went for like an hour and change. Like we really just connected. So I sent her a copy of this book and said, hey, check out this. One of my favorite quotes is long-term games with long-term people. Looking forward to building that together. And we've built like an amazing business relationship from that interaction. That's cool. Like the fact that you're sending books to people. Like I've heard of people doing that, but 
it's such an easy thing to do because you could just buy on Amazon, right? Like if you're going to send it, do you buy it, have it sent to yours and then you ship it off? Like, how do you do that? I've done it both ways where like, I'll like bookmark the page. So if I go to like a bookstore or like Indigo or whatever, I'll bookmark the page and then mail it to them. But like just for ease now, I will just go on Amazon and I'll send it usually just their office. I'm not asking people for their home address. Yeah, uh, that's my if, question. Okay. If it's a client though, you have their home address. So true. And like, I don't send books to everyone. I'm not like yeah. <laughs> Amazon isn't crazy. It's like, if I feel something's relevant, I'll send it. So like, I don't know, like you have the daily dad behind you. But yeah. like, when you had your son, I was going to send you a copy of that. Right. But then I saw it, Bridget, and I grabbed it for you. So I'm like, okay. So like certain things like that, where it's like, it has to be, time has to make sense it's not like you're just like spraying and spewing like this one book to everyone exactly Um, like as you're saying that i already have two or three people in my head that i'm like oh like this book would have been great like the rich dad poor dad i could have sent that to a past client that just bought their first owner occupied property as a duplex and they're renting out the basement and their whole idea is that they want to be real estate investors and expand their portfolio. And they're at the very early stages and we help them get their first property. I mean, I could still send it now, but that would have been great if I sent that during the process, which would have made it like so cool for them. It's arguably better to send it now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Cause the mortgage closed, like they're super pumped, but now it's more of like, Hey, I'm still here. Yeah. I think it's nice. And like people can get lost in the chaos of buying and like the last thing you think about is sitting down and reading a book. It's like the same thing for sending That's someone, true. like who's in the middle of getting married or like having a brand new baby. Like they're not thinking about reading at that time. There's like seasons to reading. I find for a lot of people, you could send it to them now and it would probably resonate with them. Okay. I like it. Awesome. And number three, I have to think from, you know, we talk several times a day. I have to think our number three is going to be the same. Is it another purple book? It is another purple book. Yeah. And that is, let's see if you got it. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Hormozy. Yeah. Well, offers, maybe. Let's go. So I'll let you dive into Hormozy in a sec. But I think for me, I think he just strips everything down to such a simple way to look at it and there's no fluff there's no bullshit it's like this is how to do it this is why this is where you'll encounter that won't necessarily work out and this is how to handle it and it's just such an easy way to take content in and then also implement it yeah exactly and to give you context like hermosi for those of you who don't know who he is yet because i'm sure you probably will run into some of his social media at some point is he a billionaire yet no journey to building okay so he's not legit (laughs) <laughs> so he's multi-millionaire and he's he's built up four three or four companies from the ground up and made them into multi-million dollar companies so he knows a thing or two in terms of building up businesses and when i first listened to him i didn't really think a lot of it applied to our industry because like a lot of it he talks about like building up a product or sorry building up an offer for your product and for me it's like oh we offer like free services like it's a mortgage it's not really a product but you know who actually has a good outlook on that is Ryan Wiley. He listens to him quite a bit too. And I'm pretty sure he has training in 10 loans. So shout out to 10 loans where he goes over how to assemble your offer for clients, like as a mortgage broker. So anyways, Hormozy, the book that we're talking about, 100 mil offer, he just breaks down like how to really build up that offer to present to your clients. So again, for us, it would be like, to give you an example, when you're on a discovery call, 
you're going to highlight the offers you're going to give to that client. Like, Hey, I'll build out that budget for you. Hey, I'm here for you throughout the life of your mortgage, not just for this. You're really showing them your value versus like the banks and, you know, discount mortgage broker sites. So that's why I liked it. And also like all of his other content. So it's not just this book. It's all of his other content that is relevant to what we're building in the mortgage business and in Leadvine because it's had a huge impact on Leadvine as well. So I give a lot of that credit to the free content that he's pushing out. Like the free content he's pushing out is far more valuable than some of this paid stuff out there. And that's something Brandon and I are trying to model in our business is we are giving away really good free content out there that's better than a lot of the paid crap out there. And that's what we're doing. We're giving out that free content in the hopes that you enjoy it, you love it, you consume it. And in the future, you will partner with us in Leadvine. So that really has an effect on our business too. For sure. So there you have it. Five books to add to your list in total. And anything that you think we should be reading, let us know. Both of us are big readers. And well, maybe I have more time to read right now than you. But I am definitely in a season of reading right now. So happy to hear your suggestions and look forward to hearing what has impacted you personally and as a business owner. Love it. Absolutely. Beautiful. All right. See you on the next one. Sayonara. (laughs) This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.